The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Lots of texts coming in about uh, O Canada. And the question that we asked as we went to break is whether or not you, you sing it loudly. Do you sing it proudly? Do you know all the words to O mm. Canada? Well, I know the right words, yeah. <laughs> Can you sing it in, in English and in French? Uh, no, I cannot. Used to be able to. I uh, tried when, to do it this morning, and I, I, um, I, I'm, the words I was, the sounds I was making sounded French. I don't think they were the words, <laughs> yeah. though. There's something about poutine in the French version, <laughs> there isn't is there? No. Okay. So the reason we're asking about this is check this out. In the Philippines, they're looking at a new law. that you have to sing the national anthem when it's played in public and do so with enthusiasm or risk being fined, possibly prison time. Can you imagine now, every time we give away tickets, and we probably have more tickets to give away today, don't we? Yeah, we we? do. We always say that you have to know what you're calling to win and be enthusiastic about it, but we certainly won't send you to prison if you're not. This would be a fine of 50,000 to 100,000 pesos or about 1,000 to 2,000 dollars. If you're caught not enthusiastically singing it the next time, a second offense would include both a fine and a prison sentence um, and violators would be penalized by public censure in a newspaper. So in other words, they're going to shame you as well. They're going to shame you. They're going to print your names. (laughs) Listen to this. I just got to because not only do you have to, if you're the person playing the anthem, if you're in a band, the law also would mandate, it hasn't been passed yet. Is that the song? Uh Uh-huh. So I have to time this because apparently the tempo of any public performance must fall between 100 and 120 beats per minute, and schools would be required to ensure all students have memorized the song. It is called, uh, the national anthem is Lupang Hinarang. There you go. Well, that's a great name. How can you not sing this with great fervor? Listen to it. <laughs> Apparently, the by the way, anthem. the Philippines not well, the only country. Did you know this? As I'm reading this, I'm going, what? <laughs> yeah. Check this out. Go ahead. The Supreme Court in India ruled in November that movie theaters would be required to play the national anthem before screenings and that moviegoers would be required to stand. In a movie theater. Yeah. And now, if it's in if it's in the movie, you don't have to stand, but it's played beforehand. <laughs> yeah. And this isn't the only place. Well, listen, with that law that you just mentioned, yeah. 19 people were arrested in December after they failed to stand <laughs> in two separate incidents. In Thailand, the national anthem is played at 8 a.m. and 6 p.m. each day on loudspeakers in schools, office buildings, parks, and train stations. People are expected to stand still and be silent. And actually, uh, about 10 years ago, they were considering a bill, a law that would make it, you would have to, if you were in your car, you would have to stop at that time and, and, and listen to, to the anthem as well. <laughs> and last week, Chinese lawmakers drafted laws to to restrict where their anthem can mm-hmm. be played, and they because they want to crack down on malicious revisions or derogatory performances. That, according to the South China Morning Post, 
And those who violate that will be punished with up to 15 days in detention. So you could throw the band. If the band's just off that day, they could get 15 days. (laughs) Uh, Those are excellent examples of why patriotism is an overrated concept. Well, I don't think patriotism can be... I don't think legislating patriotism works. You can't say it's a law you have to be proud. How about you just make us proud? (laughs) Why not just instill enough pride in your country that you have genuine enthusiasm, says Sean. There you go, exactly. Uh, Sigrid says, hey, you two, I sing our national song with an accent loud and clearly. There you go. Um, Yes, I know all the words, and I sing it loudly and proudly. I have been trying to remember the old words pre-1980. Could fear be misconstrued as enthusiasm? Yes. (laughs) In the Philippines, it could. Woody says, love it, love it. Uh, Hi, folks. Absolute favorite version of O Canada is online by our beloved Edmonton Symphony Orchestra, ESO O Canada. Uh, Check that out. Happy 150th, everyone. I will check that out. And this one from Michael. I sing it loud, not as loud as Paul Lorio and proud, though Joey Moss has me beat and more in tune than Roseanne Barr. (laughs) Keep anthem and flag as they are. Country's anthems and flags are symbols and sources of pride and nationalism. Lots of text coming in on this one. (laughs) You should find Big Sugar's version of O Canada. Blow the the speakers right out of your car right now. I think that says, this texter says, uh, I think that says that you have a massive problem with your population and country, uh, country's identity, if you have to legislate a national anthem and Mm. how it's done. Check this out. At the start of the segment, you played our national anthem. I stopped my work and stood at my desk for as long as it played. Huh. I quite admire the fact that, by the way, you're supposed to, is it in Canada or the state? No, it's in the United States. You're supposed to place your right hand, remove your hat, as you should here too. Um, You're supposed to Put put it over your heart and face the flag. And if a flag is not present, you're supposed to face whoever's playing the music. So a band or whatever, right? Listen to this. No one under 40 cares. We really waste tax money debating this? <laughs> well, no one under 40 cares about what? Uh, exactly. Changing the anthem? That's what I'm wondering. Exactly yeah. what? We need to care. It's your national anthem. You should care. But as far as wasting tax dollars, that is kind of what the government's there to do. There's nobody else to debate this sort of thing. But I agree. I, don't, I personally don't want it changed. But. Uh, 242, Jed is on the phone. Hey, Jed, what's going on? Hey, guys. <laughs> when I was in grade four back in the 60s, <laughs> uh, they used to play a national anthem over the intercom. Everybody That's right. used to have to stand, and they used to play God Save the Queen, too. That's right. Yeah, in my school as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, I know our constitutional rights just might kick a couple of people, but uh, in some places you don't have to remove your hat or your uh, your religion uh, stuff either. So that sort of might kick into a couple of people, too, but... I know when you walk into leagues sometimes, if you're of another vicinity there, you don't have to remove your headpiece. Well, like a, you're talking turbans and that sort of thing? Turbans, yeah. 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 So, yeah, but anyway, yeah, no. Uh, I remember back in the day, yeah, for sure. Thanks very much, Thanks, Greg. Jed. Take it Thanks. easy. Uh, hey, John, what's going on? Uh, I don't know if you guys remember this. I'm about Andrew's age. Uh, back in the late 90s, there was a, quite a bit of, I don't know, want to call it serious talk, but there was talk about getting rid of the anthems before sporting events. Like, what was the point? Why are we being 
so patriotic. No, I hadn't and, heard and that. I don't remember that. But. I, I do remember it. I don't know where you could find it, but I do remember like, like I say, it wasn't serious, but it was kicking around. Yeah. And then 9-11 happened, mm. so that kind of got made to disappear really quickly. Yeah, I don't remember that at all. But it was as recently as that, eh? Huh. Uh, like I say, it was just kicking around. There were some, some people that were saying, well, we're getting too too hyper-patriotic about it. Like I say, it wasn't serious, like government mm-hmm. stuff, but some of the, okay, left-wingers <laughs> yeah. were kind of saying, well, why are we doing this all the time and making such a big deal about it? Especially in Canada, of course, not so much in the States. But Yeah, yeah. well, no, I, I don't recall that, but I would have been, of course, against that. Y- vehemently yeah, against my, 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 You know what? I love the anthem. I really do. Yeah, and I, I love the way it is right now, and it does instill pride in me each and every time I hear it, but probably my proudest moment in listening to the anthem is when our flag is raised mm-hmm. at an international event, like mm-hmm. the Olympics or something. I just love to, I love looking at our flag, I love hearing that national anthem, and I love thinking that everyone around the world is hearing our anthem. I, I'm just, maybe I'm just a proud Canadian, I don't know. Nothing yeah, well, that's, that. that's part of being a proud Canadian. Yeah. But the other thing I was quickly going to mention is how sloppy we are in Canada as far as when no Canada and they're, they're showing people in the crowd at a sporting event and the hats are on and everything, and then in the States, boy... I think they'd just be ready to call the ushers to throw you out of the building if you didn't take <laughs> off your hat and put it over your heart. Well, you know what, John? Someone else just texted in, too, and said uh, drives them nuts at a sporting uh, event when people start cheering and hooting and hollering oh, yeah. before yeah, the end of the bothers, anthem. Yeah, yeah. When, at the end of every line in the second half here in Edmonton, there's that one group that seems to do it all the time. Mm-hmm. That drives me up the wall, too. Yeah. Thank you, John. Yeah, you're welcome. All righty. And hey, Brian. Brian. Hi, Hi what's on? what's on your mind? Well, um, at my age, it gets me a little bit... What's your age, Brian? I'm over 60. Okay. But when you hear somebody say, nobody under 40 cares, it's probably true, but it's only because nobody under 40 has ever really had to pay any kind of a price for the freedoms and and the comforts that we have in this country. And, And they're never reminded of that. So it's not a big deal to them. You know, that's interesting because I have not paid that price, but I am very proud. However, I am the child of a war bride and a Canadian serviceman, so I grew up hearing about that. Yeah, you're younger than I am by a little bit. Yeah. But but we grew up with aunts and uncles who had been in the war and who had suffered from that we grew up with people whose memories of the war and the time of the war not everybody fought um in the war Mm. but they still paid a price for the war you know what brian i kind of get what you're saying here too but i think you're forgetting about afghanistan and um, the number of young people who served there, the 158 soldiers who died there, and the impact that it had on, on the country. And I know you have but, your, your but friend. That's a your, fair point, yeah. Yeah, yeah so I just... I have a friend was, who lost his it legs. It was from away. Yeah. It, and, and it wasn't this massive investment of uh, our young people. 
Oh, we for, lost no, some 40, good young 40, soldiers yeah. served in Afghanistan, and I and I get what you're saying. They're, they're, yeah, 158 compared to, uh, and I, I don't ever want to compare the number of deaths in, in a in a war, but I, I get I get what you're saying. I do get what you're but saying. There, there is there is a middle ground between yes, those two, and I I do get what you're yeah. saying as well because when a country goes to war. Mm-hmm. Everybody pays the price for that. Uh, whereas in more recent years, our armed forces goes to war. But as citizens... Afghanistan was a different war. Right. Right. Exactly. Hey, Brian, yeah. thanks for the phone call. Appreciate it. We do need to take a break here. Um, do this. Uh, Jim, your phone call after this. Well, the push to have words changed in uh, our, our anthem have stalled in the Senate. A uh, number of senators just said, "No, yep. we don't agree with it. We're not. We're not doing it." And it's opened up an interesting conversation about, um, you know, pride. And if you sing, if you sing loud and proud, do you know all of the words. How you feel uh, when the anthem is sung? Jim has called in. Hi, Jim. Hi. I'm a, I'm a very proud Canadian. I love my anthem. I love my flag. In fact, I would wish that we had a law that we could not alter the flag at all. What twisted me, and I have no problem with our Prime Minister, I think it's great that he marched in the parade, but do not, as a Prime Minister, go waving an altered Canadian flag. That is so despicable. You know what, Jim, and we talked about this uh, last week when that uh, when that flag was taken out. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just put you on hold here because there's noise in the background, but when that flag was cut down from the school over on the south side, mm-hmm. um, and there's a number of people saying it was the pride flag. It wasn't the pride flag. It wasn't the rainbow flag, but it was a Canadian flag that had the pride colours done it. Yeah. So the red was turned into the rainbow. Right, right. Um, and we both, I think, went on record as saying that yeah neither of us agree with altering the canadian flag i don't agree either but it doesn't i'm not going to pull a flag down and burn it no um because of the implications that that has to an entire community yeah. um but I, I i yeah i don't agree with altering and the flag I'm the flag's a, the flag i'm a strong supporter of the the lgbtq uh, community um but yeah i don't like the flag being altered yeah. you, paint I, crosswalks your, and your flag sure. go for it fly your flag under absolutely. our flag absolutely well, i shouldn't say ours and uh, yeah. it's all under the Canadian flag, yeah. yeah. Hi, Clayton. Hey, how's it going? Good. 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 Yeah, I just wanted to comment on, I think it was Brian was the caller before the break there, and uh, how you guys are starting to kind of get into military service and, and how that impacts, um, you know, the younger people who are involved in it. And I think um, I, I would wholeheartedly agree with him that uh, the truest Canadians I know are those who have served in our armed forces. I have a couple friends who are either veterans or active service members, um, and what they've experienced in the military um, has really made them more loyal than I know anyone my age. You know, I'm in my in my 20s, moved into my 30s here. More so than anyone I know, they are true Canadians. They are truly patriotic. They care about what truly is Canadian, what makes us, what sets us apart from other nations in this world. And uh, I, I think it would, it would behoove my generation to spend more time um, looking at their example and learning from it. You know, I would agree with that. And, mm-hmm. and to take what you just said and actually combine it with the text that we received a few moments ago, uh, somebody had suggested that the reason that the average person, young person, would not uh, feel that same um, you know, sense of pride in the anthem is because 
our our freedom was not in jeopardy. Mm. Uh, you know, in a world war, you feel as though your freedom could be in jeopardy. But to combine that with what you just said, I think anyone who served in the armed forces knows that our freedom is always in jeopardy. And, mm-hmm. and that's the reason that countries like ours need an armed forces, to ensure that we always have our freedom. Mm-hmm. And I think that's instilled in servicemen and I think, and women, and I think, you know, I wouldn't go so far as to say you're not a true Canadian uh, unless you've served oh. in the military, mm-hmm. but I would certainly agree that, you know, 99.9% of those who do get it. I mean, they're yeah. well, when, very patriotic. When, when what you show up to work in every day has it, a Canadian flag it, yeah. on the shoulder, it's... Yeah. <laughs> It's yeah. a funny thing, well, that Canadian flag and a, and a uniform, right? Because I was thinking about that again today, oddly. I didn't know we were going to talk about this. I never travel internationally without a Canadian mm-hmm. flag. There, it, It's a patch somewhere on something it's on I'm wearing. Luggage, it's on my uh, yep. luggage. It's a pin. It's a button, whatever. Mine, too. I want everyone to know I'm Canadian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You know, there there's an interesting book out there uh, that was made into a pretty terrible movie back in the 90s called Starship Troopers, um, written by Robert A. Heinlein and... Uh, it, it, he posits an interesting way of, of what a culture in the future could look like, a society in the future could look like after, uh, you know, a big, not another big world war. Mm-hmm. And what ended up happening was in this fictional universe, um, there was a big nuclear war and a bunch of stuff uh, went down. And the culture and society and the nation that kind of emerged from that out of North America um, was completely run by those who had served in the military. Mm. Um, they were the only ones granted the ability to vote and to hold office. And as, and they did that out of, they, the military did that because they realized that the reason why they've gotten to the war in the first place is because culture had completely eroded itself because no one had taken, no one, you know, it, they, they turn into a bunch of teenagers that are constantly rebelling and constantly eroding away at the culture and traditions that hold a group of people together and allow them to coexist together. And I'm not saying that's something that we should ever consider. I do find that an interesting way of examining, kind of looking at it from a different perspective, right? Yeah. Clayton, really appreciate the phone call. Give us a shout anytime. Uh, Great to hear from you. And Wanda, you have about 60 seconds. What's on your mind? I just wanted to let you know, in regard to our national anthem, when it says sons, if you look up in a good dictionary, you will find that sons encompasses both female and male. It does not discriminate. Huh. Okay, we'll do that. I think we've heard that before. We have. And there's no need to get change our anthem the way it is, and I'm also a female person. Thank you very much. <laughs> Wanda, thanks <laughs> for calling. Go, appreciate you. Uh, you giving us a shout. Nice to hear from you. I think Sons in All Our Sons Command was originally a tribute to First World War veterans, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. So there's there's a historic uh, significance to it. And someone texted and says, oh, so because I didn't serve, I'm not a true Canadian. No, we made that perfectly clear. That's not mm. what we said at all. No, for sure. I think that was texted in during that conversation. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> so yeah, that first hour. I know, gone. Hey, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go outside and uh, look at our air. flag. Yeah, <laughs> we fly one here. Yes, we do. Yeah, I'm doing that. While you do that, have uh, some fresh air. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we come back, we'll get into the three o'clock hour. Eileen Bell has your three o'clock news coming up. We still have those KD passes to give away, and another set of Queen tickets. Nice. 
Queen and Adam Lambert coming to town July 4th next week. Did we figure out a way to do that, or are we just doing it? I've got the queen thing down, Pat. All right, you sure do. That's <laughs> <laughs> the princess. princess. Your majesty, yeah. Princess. <laughs> the 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.